welcome to this episode of the This Is Believe Unreal Browns Fans Podcast. I am your host, James Mistrucci. Uh, and of course, I am joined by my co-host, Jordan Cohen. Jordan, how are you doing this evening? You know, I'm great. I Everything about that Browns win, other than like one thing, everything was fantastic. Like Every little bit of that game outside of one specific thing is maybe the best I've seen the Browns look ever um and so I, i'm trying to be as happy as possible about that yeah and we'll get, you? i'm with you there and we'll get into that before we do real quick uh just a reminder subscribe like share comment tell your friends if you don't it's stealing uh this podcast is available on apple podcasts spotify soundcloud anchor this is believe on.com real okay now that that's all out of the way let's talk about the game because, uh, honestly, uh, I thought we were in for quite the shootout-type game, quite the contest early on. The first quarter took all of, I don't know, 20 minutes, and each team had the ball once. <laughs> but yep. then it literally went straight downhill after the Browns scored that first touchdown. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. This game was rough after that, in my opinion. Well, and like what I will say is... The game was rough to watch, but, like, from a defensive perspective, Zimmer and Woods put on a show. They did. You're right. Like, they were really, they put on a show. So, like, I'm trying to appreciate that, but, yeah, it was a rough watch. It it was. I mean, and, you know, uh, defensively, got to say, great games from Malcolm Smith, Jeremiah Owusu, Koromoa, Greedy Williams, Miles Garrett. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jeremiah Owusu, Koromoa. God, how you pronounce his name um he was a linebacker we drafted in the second round yes hashtag my linebacker yeah who probably should have been a top 10 top 15 overall pick in the nfl draft because right now if he doesn't win defensive rookie of the year uh and is having a pro bowl caliber season to this point uh, like some somebody's smoking something uh, good in uh, nfl I would argue he's having an all-pro caliber season right now. Oh, he is. No, I mean, th- this is... <laughs> so, Pro like, Bowl is the minimum. Defensive let, rookie of the year, first, minimum. Yeah, let's let, let's just jump to first positive here. Like, holy shit, is he transformative. Like, listen, credit to Joe Woods the last two weeks. I, I think, to give him credit, he's done a good job. I mm-hmm. think part of why he's done a good job is JOK's played out of his mind. Yeah, JOK's done a lot of good things for him. Uh, he's played more, which is good. Uh, you know, a lot less Mac Wilson, a lot more JOK. Right. So, right. I mean, that helps. When you have a guy that's, let's be honest, the dude's a freak. When you have yeah. when you have the player that everyone thought Isaiah Simmons was going to be a year ago, and he is that player and more now, four games into his career, that's just, that's game-changing for a defense. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, there was one play in the first half where... JOK's lined up basically like uh, parallel to the safeties. Like he's far back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a passing down. I think it was like second and 12 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking so, about. And they run just a halfback dive up the middle. JOK gets the tackle for a loss of yards. Like he, he covered so much ground. It, it was just insane. Like it, it was just insane. He is insane. Yeah, he's incredible. I am. Listen, 
I, I've only bought one current Browns player jersey in the past 15 years, and that's Jarvis Landry. Uh, he might be Fair. next. He might be next. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he I, might I, I actually am the same. Yeah, I'm the same. I have a <laughs> Nick Chubb jersey, uh, and I think JOK may be my next one. The, the dude's amazing. He, he you is... know what he reminds me of? I'm right. Remember Derwin James when he was a rookie? Yes. It's similar to that. I know it's a different position, but it's like that same type of like, holy shit, this guy's it. Like, this guy took a it best league average defense and is making it, I mean, a top five defense in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and... contingent, not opponent, but still. Yes. Uh, and for what it's worth, when Derwin James was first burst onto the scene, he was a safety, but they had him playing linebacker, okay? Right. So They're they're very similar players. Yeah, he wasn't being... He he was a safety as a linebacker, so it's a little bit different. So he's a little bit more similar to what J.O.K. is doing now compared to what Derwin James is doing now. It's a little bit different. Um, But J.O.K., game changer. Oh, oh. I mean, I... Like, Miles Garrett is rightfully getting credit. I will take the L on there. Joe Woods right now is rightfully getting credit. I'm not sure I'm taking the L, but at the same time, I don't think either of us were, like, fired Joe Woods. Like, I I just, I was underwhelmed after the first two weeks. But uh, to be fair, one of those weeks was against Kansas City, Mm -hmm. and I can't excuse week two. But against the Bears, which is whatever, we were dominant. Yeah. And against the Vikings, who have otherwise had a phenomenal offense this season, we were dominant. Yeah. So, like, Woods, I, I, tip of the hat to Joe Woods. Um, uh, yes, credit where but, credit is due. J.O.K. is making, I mean, like, uh, if J.O.K. can play all year, mm-hmm. just, I'm not saying if he stays at this level, I'm saying after what I've seen after four weeks, if J.O.K. can stay healthy all year and through the postseason, I think the Browns have a really good shot at having a top five defense. It, it's very possible. Um and uh, I'll get into why uh, I think that there could be a correction coming in a minute, but uh, sure, sure. But just uh, real quick, it, as far as what we said, we never like we're saying fire Joe Woods or he's in the hot seat. We just said that if you listen to anything that we've said over the past couple of weeks, is that we acknowledge that the chair exists and it's in the room, and that was it. That's as far as we got. Mm-hmm. Okay, not that the chair, not that he was in the chair, not that the seat was warm, not that it was hot. But just that the chair exists and it's in the room. Okay. Which I think I was a fair like, assessment. I do too. And I like that he's changed his scheme a little bit this year. Um, it's not just single high safety anymore, mm-hmm. which is what it was all last season. Yeah. Um, he's doing a lot. Kind of, I mean, it's still a lot of quarters coverage. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's fine when your defensive players know where to be. Yes. And we're seeing that this year. Um which I think is a function of having a lot of these guys be, it be their second year in the system. Mm-hmm. But also I think it's a function of having guys like Joe. Okay, I know Anthony Walker hasn't really played yet, but like Anthony Walker's one, like mm-hmm. John Johnson, the third, like I, I, I think his impact may be underrated right now because he's not putting up huge numbers, but like I have to imagine guys knowing where to be is in part due to his experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think Woods deserves a lot of credit. Uh, so far, again, I, I, I agree with you about correction coming. I just, I think that the positive I've seen, even in the Kansas City game, and you were the first person I saw, and you're right, to point out that there were positives in, defensively in that Kansas City game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you were 100% right. And so 
let me put it like this. Joe Woods, no matter the correct, like what I foresee as a correction, mm-hmm. is not as bad as I thought he could be after last season, which and, is good. Yes, and I'm with you there. And as far as the correction goes, here's what I'll say, is that uh, last week, uh, that was an incredible defensive performance against the Bears, but there's lots of what I refer to and lots of other people refer to as yeah, buts. Yeah, but it was Justin Fields in his first career start, and he's a rookie. Yeah, but the Bears offensive line is terrible. Yeah, but Matt Nagy's a terrible play caller. All that stuff changed this week, or a lot of it changed this week for the Bears uh, when they played the Lions because Bill Lazor was calling plays, and he was doing a whole bunch of things that Matt Nagy doesn't do, and Justin Fields actually looked good, okay? And and as far as this week's game was concerned, they played good. But Kirk Cousins was due for a stinker. Let's be real here, okay? I mean, yes and no. I think that offense has been really... I think it's been. credit for that one they do deserve credit i'm not saying that they don't i'm just saying kirk cousins was due for a game where he fell mm-hmm. back down to earth a little bit okay yeah the browns defense played well i'm not taking that away from them but at the same time we all knew kirk cousins was not going to keep up the pace he was on yeah i just think like the d de- like to me it's like yeah he wasn't going to keep up the pace i did not expect him to have as bad of a game as baker had um and i think like mm defense does like I, I think he was due for a stinker yeah. or at least like a regression yes I don't think he was due for this much of a regression and it wasn't like and we're going to talk about this in a second he wasn't just missing open throws like he was like he was beat mm-hmm. like he was just beat yeah they they uh, uh they, they the Browns defense managed to get to him 10 times uh quarterback hits they're extra 10 quarterback mm-hmm. hits they only sacked him twice but those quarterback hits pile up, not just oh, like yeah. physically, but mentally. Oh, oh, I mean, there's like countless like different studies for whether it's like just like film or like analytics stuff. Like everybody says that, that mm-hmm. like after a certain number of hits, quarterback performance declines. Yeah. Um, and I think the Browns did. I, one thing I've noticed about Joe Woods that I really like this year is the blitzes from deep, which we did not do last year, largely mm-hmm. because, like, we couldn't. who are you going to blitz from deep? <laughs> um, but, like, Delpit and John Johnson, especially, yeah. are like, like, Woods, like, once a quarter will we'll just, just call one yeah. of those blitzes from deep, and it works every time. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's every time. It's incredible. Yeah. And I think part of it is, like, because we play so much quarters coverage, like, because these guys are out in zone so much, like, if you're a defensive or if you're an offensive coordinator, you're not going to tell your defense, to, sorry, you're not, if you're an offensive coordinator, you're not going to tell your offense to watch out for the blitz from deep. Mm-hmm. Like, because the second you watch out for that is the second you create an interception opportunity. Yeah. So you just say, like, you hope the offensive line can block it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I mean, it's worked honestly all four weeks. There was a, we got a hit on Mahomes too doing that. So yeah. I, I, I think like to me, the biggest positive from this game, one is JOK. Two is that I feel like we're seeing a real defense. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. There will be a regression. I think largely that's just due to like, we're about to play the chargers and, uh, the AFC North starts coming. Cincinnati's offense looked good this and we year. Have, we have Chargers and Cardinals back-to-back. Okay. And Cardinals have... I mean, Cardinals, I think, are the only undefeated team in the NFL right now. They are. And um, Kyler Murray I, is playing way better than I thought yeah. he ever could. Yeah. 
So, like, I think there will be a regression just because of that, but I don't think it will be a, like, a last-year defense type regression. Oh, yeah, uh, like, I'm with you there. I just think, you know, we're going to see... Uh, I use the word correction. I think we're going to see a yeah. correction. Yeah, not a regression. Well, I guess it's the same thing. It, it like is a regression, regression. but I, I, reg- yeah. when you think of the word regression, you think of, like... Bad, bad. Very, very bad. Correction, it's like, yeah. it's going to be back to normal. I, I yeah, feel exactly. like... We're going to get back to normal or what, you know, expectation is uh, for their defense this year. Uh, I mean, my thing is if the defense can finish between ninth to 12th best in the NFL, that's plenty. That'd be fantastic. Uh, I mean, I still think league average, like right dead center in the middle is where they end up. So Mm -hmm. in that 15 to 17 range is where I think they'll probably end up when it's all said and done. But, you know, right now, I mean, what are they, top two defense right now? It's insane. Depending on the metric, yeah. yeah. The lowest I saw was, like, one of those, like, all the sportscasters rank, and I think they had the Browns as, like, the fifth best. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, that, and, like, I think it's fair, right? We actually did a really good job against Kansas City defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texans was a weird one, and then we dominated Chicago and Minnesota. So, like, I, I hear that. Um, yeah. I agree with you. I think the Chargers, I, I mean... I won't get into the Chargers too much, but I think that's going to, for the Browns to win that, it'll probably have to be a shootout. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm with you there. And I think uh, that's a, a good way to segue to the Browns' offensive conversation. Um, mm-hmm. uh, shootout and the word regression. But before yeah. we uh, before we really get into that, uh, there was one aspect of the game that was productive, and that was the rushing attack. Chubb and Hunt, again, 169 yards. They ran the ball 35 times. Kareem Hunt scored on yeah. the shot. I, I mean, that this is their offense. This is what it's focused on. This is how they're effective. Right. And, like, I I actually, I, I'm going to repeat my point about offense. I, The running game, per usual, was outstanding. Mm-hmm. I thought Kevin Stefanski schemed up a beater of a game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if there is a quarterback performing at a league average starting NFL quarterback level, I think the Browns probably put up 28 to 35 points. I'm with you there. Like, that's how, that's how good the scheming was. And third, Odell Beckham is just like, he's a monster. It, he's a monster. It, it's amazing to think how many yards he could have had. Oh, he could have had 200 yards. E- easily. Easily. It, I mean, it, he could have had 200 yards. And with that, this is when we get into this conversation. And it's the Baker Mayfield conversation. Okay. Uh, he looked bad on Sunday, okay? Uh, he's basically essentially looked bad ever since the second half of the Kansas City game. He's steadily declined. It's mm-hmm. it's it's quite amazing to just watch. It's like he's performed worse and worse as each week goes on. Uh, I, I know uh, some people that like to point to completion percentage would argue uh, the opposite, but... Uh, that's a terrible metric to go by completion percentage because it doesn't tell them much of a whole story. Uh, it's like batting average or baseball. It doesn't tell a whole bunch. Uh, it tells you something, but not everything. Um, but he has looked worse and worse uh, each game. And this was 2019 to at the absolute lowest of Baker Mayfield on, on Sunday. Yeah, this was um, middle half of, or middle of 2019 Baker Mayfield. This is what you expect to see out of an inexperienced rookie, but this is year four, his second year in this system, 
in a scheme that's friendly to what he does best, and he looked like hot garbage. It was one of the best offensive play callers and schemers in the NFL. And he looked like hot garbage. Yeah. No, I... So, uh... Let's pause this conversation for a second because I want to point out you've written like some seriously good work over the past two days, oh, and thank anybody you very listening much. should go read uh, your two Baker Mayfield articles on This Is Believeland. One that you did today was a little bit shorter uh, about explosive plays, and then the one from the other day was longer and outstanding. Yeah, that one's um, uh, a little over nine hundred words on that one about the, uh, the concerns surrounding Baker Mayfield. Uh, the yep, other one was yep. the, uh, the the disparity in uh, explosive plays, run versus the pass. The Browns are leading the league with 22 explosive run plays, which is uh, rushing plays of 10 yards or more. But they are near the bottom with just 11 explosive passing plays, which are receptions of 20 yards or more. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Now let's have the Baker Mayfield conversation. Now that like I got to throw that out. Here's right. my thing about Baker Mayfield. Here's my thing about Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield is what we have kind of said he's been for the better part of a year now, which mm-hmm. is, and by we, I mean you and me, like mm-hmm. he is a, at, overall, not necessarily right now, but overall, he is a Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo level quarterback. Yeah. His highs are top eight quarterback in the NFL, um, can win you a Super Bowl highs. Uh, we saw that with Jimmy Garoppolo a few years ago, right? Like Jimmy Garoppolo in that playoff run was phenomenal. Uh, and they did not lose the Super Bowl because of Jimmy Garoppolo. But, like, Jimmy Garoppolo had a hot streak. Yeah. Right? It just came at the right time. Um, what's different is when Baker Mayfield is bad. He, so, like, what I'll say, I think Baker Mayfield is better than, like, that Jared Goff tier just because of his highs. Mm-hmm. But his lows are about that bad. Um, he, he's got a wide level of variance, and it's hard to win consistently it, with that. But, like, people keep saying, like, oh, well, we still have to see, we still have to see. And I think it's because it's, like, well, he's very so much that you assume he's just going to, like, settle somewhere. I don't think he's going to. No, I think this is what he is. I mean, I think this is what he is. Like, and it's going to be, like, just very peculiar throughout his entire career because, I mean, you get him on the right season at the right time, you're going to sign him to a five-year mega deal, Right. Yeah, um, but as we've seen with other quarterbacks that have been signed to deals who've been done at the right time or the right time for them, they've blown up in their face because the quarterbacks aren't really that good enough to get that type of deal. Right, and I, I think, again, what's weird about Baker, it's not like a Jared Goff, right, where like it's like, okay, he, like, he even at his best was not worth that deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Baker at his best gets to that range. The problem is like, it's his best. Like, he's not always at his best. Everyone's like, oh, well, yeah, like, you always bet. No, that's not how best works. Like, at your best, it is, like, peak performance, right? No quarterback is always at their best. Like, that, that's a dumb comment. And uh, you're right and on that. Problem... And, and if we're had to, like, ratio Baker at his best versus Baker at his worst, he is much more frequently at his worst than he is at his best. I mean, I, I would disagree with that. I just think it's, like, he's in this, like, weird middle 50, and, like, it's game to game, right? And so, like, his numbers if after an overall game could look... Like, so the Kansas City game is a perfect example, right? Mm-hmm. For two quarters, Baker was at his best. And for two for another quarter, he was meh. And for the fourth quarter, he was at his worst. Yeah. Right? 
And so, like, that to me is, like, the Baker Mayfield story, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, like, at the end of the game, the numbers – like, the Texans game is another one. Like, at the end of that game, his numbers looked pretty good on the surface, but, like, that really hit a lot of what was going on. Um, And I I just think that, like – I think to your point, I think what I would say instead of that is, like, Tom Brady at his worst is not far off from Tom Brady is the best. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And like Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. So yeah. maybe that's not fair. But like even somebody like, I don't know, um, Matt Ryan. Okay. Right. Matt Ryan over his entire career is his worst is much closer to his best than Baker Mayfield's. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm with you there. And, and so I think Baker Mayfield's best and Matt Ryan's best are about the same. Um, I, I think the problem is like, Baker just has such a wide, wide variance. And, like, there's not an excuse anymore. Like, it's who he is. Mm -hmm. And that makes him very confusing, right? Because, like, this was the critique of Matt Stafford for so many years. But, like, Matt Stafford was in a shithole of an organization. And you're seeing that this year with the Rams. Like, clearly, Stafford was not the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, Baker... I think on average is a quarterback can get you 10, 11 wins every year. If he has Kevin Stefanski and Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. right? Like just, just by nature, I still feel that way this season. Like get, I know the offense was bad, really bad. And it's been, but, but that's not the offense, right? I, I our friend Schwinn, who we had on a few months ago, mm-hmm. uh, sent me this message and made this point. I think he's right. He's like, there's a very real argument that the Browns have the most talented roster in the NFL. They do. Right? Uh, yeah. I, and I, I say they do. This is a, I mean, in no question, this is a Super Bowl winning roster except for one position, and that position's the most important. But to me, I, I think the roster is good enough, and it will only be this good for this season, by the way. Like, mind yes. you, like, mm-hmm. players are, like, you, it's, this is the reality of how the NFL works. Um but but the roster this season is that good. I think the coaching staff, even if like Woods is due for a correction, I still think he's good enough as a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I think Stefanski, like I, I'm sorry, after watching that game, I, I don't buy these. Like, oh, well, Stefanski's going to regress. He hasn't regressed. He had one bad half this season, mm-hmm. and he came out and admitted it, right against Texans. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Stefanski's been great. Um, I, I don't know what you do. Right, like I, it, this team, I do not think after four weeks I am willing to. I'm gonna hold to my prediction, right? The Browns win Super Bowl or or make the Super Bowl, but um, I will say like the analyst hat on. I'm skeptical. I'm not skeptical about their ability to make the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. Like we have some easy games after like this next wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, playoffs are definitely those. They're still on the table. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like the Browns are three and one. Like this is my how I view a lot of the season going is that we will win games like this, mm-hmm. um, and they will make the playoffs. But like that shouldn't be the goal with this roster. No, um... it shouldn't. This roster has one huge hole that's not quarterback and it's defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Other than that, this roster is. By all measures, a Super Bowl contending roster. Like, I don't think Clowney and Tack McKinley are that great. 
Um, but I, you know, to give them credit, I think they're playing the role really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think I'll will... say that they're doing more than I thought they would. Um, yeah. But they're again, I thought, but again, I thought they were really, really wouldn't do much to begin with. So again, right. I think they're role players. I think they're both role players that both kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is get pass rushes, but don't necessarily convert those to anything. Mm-hmm. But I think Woods is, is doing a really good job actually just like taking that for what it's worth, right? And being like, okay, how do I design a scheme that can take advantage of that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but, but all of that said, and I'm going to let you just go on here. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but all that said, this quarterback isn't just a question mark. It isn't even just a huge question mark. It's like, it's a problem. Now, here's the word I would use besides problem, because problem, problem suggests something that can be addressed and fixed. This isn't something that they can address and fix, at least not during the season, barring a complete turnaround of his performance and what he's doing, which so far, um, very, very skeptical considering this is the worst he's ever played in his career right now. Um, I would use the word liability. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, okay. Cause he's a liability right now. Uh, in, in the win over the Vikings, he had a negative 13 and a half completion percentage over expected. Okay. If anyone needs a little Jesus just a quick uh, description or you know definition, um, that's bad. <laughs> okay, uh, you know his average completion was just four point seven yards. Uh, you're seeing all of the bad habits that he had from last year, twenty nineteen, come back. Okay, he's abandoning the pocket. He's rolling to his right. He's not trusting his eyes, which his eyes. And reading defenses after the snap were never really that great to begin with, but he's not trusting them at all now. So you, you'll you see a play where Dimitri Felton's wide open beyond the sticks and people who are on the sideline are pointing to him, and he still tucks and runs and doesn't gain any yards. Okay. Uh, he's been sacked 12 times this season. Uh, he was sacked 26 times all last year. Um, but he's not being pressured a whole bunch. In, in fact... Uh, for those who are fans of the pass block, pass rush, win rate stats, uh, the Browns offensive line is the best in the league in both. So yep. uh, it's not on them as much as people like to say it's on them. Granted, I will say the offensive line overall has not played up to the level that they did last year, but... They've still been great. They've still been very good, okay? And, and that's with Jedrick Wills exiting every game at like halftime. Okay, <laughs> that's with J.C. Treader playing injured. That's with Wyatt Teller taking a noticeable dip. Okay, they're still playing really, really good, even though they yep. are a little bit down. So, it's it's not the offensive line that's causing issues here. It's it's Baker. He, he at some point in time, Baker Mayfield has become spooked. Okay, he's afraid to take the chances he used to just take at will and just chuck it. Okay, he's not chucking it anymore. Okay, he has become Captain Checkdown. Okay, and when he does throw it deep, there's zero chance of that pass being completed. Over yeah, seven. I mean, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I just want to interrupt. Like Odell Beckham, Baker had him. Both. It was I think a post route. Whatever the 
I forgot what the last play of the last pass play of the game where Baker just misses him by like three feet. Mm-hmm. And it's like he was wide open. There wasn't a guy around him. Odell like destroyed the coverage. There were three passes all in the same relative area on the right side of yep. the field uh, yep. where he just simply missed Odell. Uh, one was behind him. One was one was uh, onto the wrong shoulder. And I think one yep. was just an overthrow. But it, it, it's been, it hasn't been good. He was 0 of 7 on passes of 20 plus air yards, which by the way, uh, kudos to me for mentioning air yards week one. Everyone else has hopped on the train uh, now. Yep. That was the first thing I noticed, and no one wanted to say anything. So, kudos to me. <laughs> His air yards versus yards after catch are—they're bad. He has more—he has more yak than air yards. Okay, and that's something he's never done in his career. He's come close, right. hasn't done it. And like, it's not a new scheme. It's like not. that's what like I don't like I actually think Stefanski's opened the playbook up a little bit and we're seeing that again with like passes Baker's not completing. Mm-hmm. But like that wheel thing, the the pre-snap wheel that Felton ran yeah. uh, in the first quarter, where I think Baker completes it, but Baker underthrew him, so Felton got hit. And it's like that's new. We didn't have that last year. And it, you're just not seeing the benefit of it. But the scheme's the same. So, like, it, it, there's no way then... And Baker now, this year, has the freedom to check at the line. And he's not doing it. Um, So, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I mean, I heard something. And I was like, honestly, that may be it. Which is, maybe he's freaked out about the new contract. Right? Like... If, if it's that, then that's telling this should be setting off red flags everywhere about his his mental state as a quarterback and i I don't think that's what it is like given like what we know about baker mayfield like that one would surprise me um but i don't know what it is i i i don't i cannot for the life of me figure out what's going on i don't think anybody out that's outside of that locker room probably knows to be honest with you um but it's a problem. It's a liability. You're right. It's a liability. And do I think Baker will perform like that, like this past week for the rest of the season? No, I don't. I, he will improve. But but my concern is, what's the improvement to? Right? Like, is like that was an aberration. It was one of the worst games a quarterback has put up in a win all season, if not the worst game. Um. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you happen to know what Baker Mayfield's bad throw percentage on the season is? It's got to be pretty I, bad throw, like miss throw kind of thing. It's it's a stat on pro football reference, bad throw percentage. Like how many I percentage? Don't, I mean, I, I don't know what it means, but like I would guess probably like in the 20%. 25%. So a quarter of his throws are being registered as a bad throw. Yeah. That 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 sounds about right to me. I and, and it, yeah, I mean that sounds about right to me. I don't. I also don't buy this idea that the the shoulder that's not his throwing shoulder is somehow causing this. Like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, no, am I saying he's not injured? I mean I don't think he's injured, but like I guess it's plausible he is. But like it's not that shoulder. Can, right? Can we can we just uh, discuss this very aspect. This is something I actually I wanted to talk about. 
because uh, yeah. this was something that was uh, making the rounds on uh, local Cleveland sports radio this morning and was also yesterday. And it's talking about Baker's non-throwing shoulder, which I will say it will it is an issue to a certain extent because it it just the overall throwing motion it does create some issues. Okay, so I will say that. However, is he hurt or is he injured? Okay, because spoiler alert: every NFL player is hurt at some at, in, in some capacity. Okay. There's a certain amount of just hurt they are. It's a bump, it's a bruise, it's a scrape, it's just a strain, it's a it's a sprain, it's, hey, this kind of hurts a little bit, this aches. Injured means playing so poorly he shouldn't be playing. And if this performance is a result of his shoulder, he shouldn't be playing. But I don't think it is. No, I mean, I... I again, this is... What we know about Baker is he's not consistent, right? So, like, I, I fundamentally do not believe we will consistently see this type of performance throughout the season. Like, it, it just that, That's not what he does. But, like, I don't know how many times we're going to see the high. And, like, I think the team is so talented this year, unlike last year, that we may not need to see that as much to be, get wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I think Baker needs to be performing that level if the Browns want to make the Super Bowl. Because, like, I don't give a shit what anybody says. Like, Kansas City come playoff time is a different beast. I don't give a shit what anybody says. The Chargers are a real threat this year. I don't Mm -hmm. give a shit what anybody says. The Raiders are good this year. The Ravens are always good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Bengals are better. Like, at the end of the day, come playoff time, the Bills. Like, the Bills just walloped the Texans. And I know the Texans suck. But, like, I'm sorry. Like, you're professional athletes. You don't get beat 40 nothing unless the other team's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, so Baker's going to have to be at the level he ended last season on, and I don't know, like the I, I, I don't know what it is. Like I, I remember seeing a stat that Baker's numbers in like nationally televised games are substantially better than in non. So like I don't know, is it like a little bit of like a Kyrie Irving effect, just dramatically like just like very very high level kind of Kyrie Irving effect where like Kyrie's numbers and games that are nationally televised are like top three player in the NBA numbers. And then like, otherwise he's like an above average NBA starting point guard. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if that's what's going on. I, you know, I don't know, man, but I, uh, I, I, Again, I think the Browns are going to make the playoffs. I think the Browns have the most talented roster in the NFL. I don't think with Baker Mayfield being this inconsistent, the Browns can win a Super Bowl or even make the Super Bowl. I don't even know how far they get in the AFC playoffs. The AFC is a lot better this year. Nobody wants to talk about it. The AFC is a lot better this year. Just because Pittsburgh sucks doesn't mean the AFC isn't a lot better. You're right there. And let's be honest here. If Baker Mayfield's playing at this inconsistent level i mean even just an average of what he's been so far this year it's a first round exit yeah right it's a playoff team but it's a playoff team that doesn't advance right because the roster is so talented but like here's the thing man like even if the browns just do like some bullshit next season right like kind of what the bears do with mitch trubisky we're like oh we'll let him play it out season whatever um 
eventually, like, some of these guys are going to leave. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, uh, let's let's be honest. Uh, since coming to Cleveland, Odell Beckham Jr. really hasn't done a lot of the things that he's done uh, in New York, which is be a distraction during the game. Okay, outside yeah, of he's... outside of him like wearing a watch that one time that everyone decided that was the biggest uh, biggest scandal in Browns history, um, but. He was visibly upset on the field when Baker was missing him, and he, that's something that he hasn't done since coming to Cleveland. And I think no, that's something it, to keep it, an eye on. Let, but let's be clear here for a second, because I'm seeing this this bullshit, and you had a tweet thread about it today that I thought was great. But like, mm-hmm. let's be clear here for a second. Odell Beckham and Odell Beckham being mad at Baker is not Odell Beckham's problem. Like, it's I don't not. give a shit what. Like, I, I'm sorry, I don't give a shit. This would be like you're in the office, right? And you are a rock star on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is not getting noticed because you have a coworker that's bad at their job. Yeah. Right? That's not your problem. Right? Odell Beckham not having 200 yards yeah, two days ago is not Odell's fault it's at not. all. There's nothing Odell could have done better to get have gotten those yards. Nothing. I am tired. Like, I, you want my honest opinion right now. If you held a gun to my head and said, who do you want in the Browns? Baker Mayfield or Odell Beckham and the other one gets traded? I'm taking Odell. Same. 100 times out of 100. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's not Be- even close. Because there's two different, dis- there's two distinct things that, to note here. Um, Odell's probably the most talented receiver ever to play for the Browns franchise ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baker is nowhere near that conversation for the quarterback position. I mean, the new Browns, he is the best quarterback. Uh, the new Browns, fair, I'm, fair, I'm fair, talking. Fair. No, I know, I know. Fair point, I know. Yeah. Um, no, I. It, but, like, even if, like, you believe, and I'm kind of closer to this than I am, than I think a lot of kind of analytics people are, like, that receivers a function of quarterback in a lot of ways. Like, you. <laughs> Case Keenum does not miss those three throws. He doesn't. He doesn't. He makes all three of them. Um. And I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think what most NFL teams would do is Odell basically says at the end of this season, if this continues, right? And again, obviously, it's not going to be this week. It'll get better. But like, if it still seems like Baker's missing them a lot. I think Odell says at the end of the season, like, listen, guys, I've been beyond a good soldier, right? I have yeah, done my been. job every game I've played, even under Freddie fucking Kitchens. Mm-hmm. He did. Like, he did his job. I want to get traded. Like, I feel like I've earned the right to request for a trade because I want to go somewhere with a quarterback that's going to complete passes to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, well, that's... that's... I was say, let's look at his contract. I mean, he's got two more years on his contract, on his deal after this. He'll still get a sizable contract when his this one's up, but that's only if he's able to put up numbers, okay? Right. And let's be honest, he put up numbers with, like, the corpse of Eli Manning, okay? You know, right. we've seen players in Cleveland put up good numbers with shitty quarterbacks. I'm looking at you, Josh Gordon, who just got signed by the Chiefs. Okay, Brandon Whedon was his fucking quarterback. Okay, right. 
So, you see good receivers still put up numbers with bad quarterback play, but Odell's not. And that's that's alarming. But I don't think that's an Odell problem. Like It's I don't not. Know what it, it's, it, it's, it's not an Odell like, problem. Okay. And, it, like, I could have seen it a year ago. I don't agree. You remember, I came on the pod a year ago and was like, no, this is not because of Odell, the reason why Odell's, why the numbers aren't looking good. Uh, but, but like, this year there's no excuse because he is getting wide open. Yeah, this is... And a, he's the read. And Baker's just missing him. This is 100% a Baker Mayfield problem, okay? Uh, I, I saw the, the stats making the rounds again yesterday. The with and without Odell numbers, they're nonsense. Stop it, okay? Uh, everyone looks, oh, here's uh, the numbers we throw to Rashard Higgins. I don't give a fuck about Rashard Higgins. I'm sorry. Um, Who is awful, by the way. Uh, you want another negative point? Rashard Higgins was bad yesterday. Oh, he was? Or Yeah, he, he was bad. Uh, four catches for 63 yards. When he's your leading receiver, you have problems, okay? Number yeah. one. Number two, that throw that Baker threw that almost got picked off to Higgins... Um, I would have benched Higgins right there for the fact of Baker won't throw it to him anymore. Okay? Higgins can't get open. He doesn't create separation. And he, for some reason, Baker only looks to Higgins. Take him off the field. Okay? Yeah. Well, and like, I, listen, I agree that when Landry comes back, a lot of those like third and four, third and fives, get converted just because it's Jarvis Landry. And I understand that. But, like, this gets something you and I have said, which is, like, Landry makes Baker look like a better quarterback than Baker is. Mm -hmm. Because on those third and four and third and fives, Landry's going to be open. Mm -hmm. It's been that way his entire career. Like, I don't want to hear, like, oh, well, you know, it's because Stefanski's a genius and schemes him open. Yeah, Stefanski is a genius, and, yeah, his schemes definitely help Landry out. But that's who Landry's been his entire career, whether it's quarterbacks Ryan Tannehill or Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets open. So, but but my problem is like that's great. There's like, no reason, man. There's no reason Odell did not have 200 yards and two touchdowns yesterday or two days ago. There's no reason. There's there's just not. I mean, it, it all falls on one player. It's it's Baker and his inability to complete passes, okay? But it's, like, especially problematic to, like, one player in particular, which is what is weird to me. Like, I mean, it was awful overall, this past game, right? It, but it like, was bad. But, like, it, like, it doesn't make sense to me that Odell is getting that wide open on a play where he is in the right position and Baker just, it's like he has a gravitational force field that pushes the ball away. <laughs> like, like there's something, like, there's something weird going on there. And I don't know what it is, but it's not Odell's problem. And if you, I, you want to know something scare, sad, like, I fundamentally believe this. If this continues the next two weeks against Chargers and Cardinals, I think you, and Odell continues to get open like this and Baker continues to miss him, that, Point specifically. Mm-hmm. That is all I'm talking about here. If that one thing continues to happen, I actually am considering bringing in Case Keenum after the bye. I'm with you. 100%. Be- because Case Keenum's not going to miss those throws. 
Even if he does, let's say, not complete the pass, he'll at least get the ball far enough or at least something remotely close to on target where there's a chance. There was no chance Odell could have caught any of those balls. Right. If the ball is on target to Odell Beckham, there's always a chance. Just just give him a chance. There was no chance for any of those throws. Right. I I mean, that's what I mean, man. Like, and here's the thing. And the Browns are in a pickle because, like, we got to take a step back, right, from fans or analysts, like, to the reality of a business. The goal of the Browns as a business is not to win a Super Bowl. Right? It's Mm -hmm. not. It's to generate as much revenue as possible. And we can all, like, sit here and say, well, that's not true. But, like, that's what it is. It is. And what that's going to mean, because Baker Mayfield, because of when he was drafted, who he was drafted by, and, like, the highs of his performance sells well. Mm-hmm. I I really believe there's going to be a mandate for Jim, from Jimmy Haslam to either replace him with a stud or re-sign him. Getting rid of Baker to draft somebody is not going to be acceptable and that's, to Jimmy Haslam. And that's not necessarily something that's really a, a capable option in the next couple of years. I mean, let's, let's oh, be honest one, here. There is, there's, there's one player, Aaron Rodgers. Well, I was talking about drafting. Uh, but oh, uh, oh right yeah right. draft's right. not an option okay right. Uh, th- right this upcoming quarterback class is horrid okay right and like Stefanski's such a good coach that like I think even if like Case Keenum's the starting quarterback for a season you're probably not going to be bad enough to have a super high pick you're right um and so I, I Here's the reality. If the Browns can't find one of those guys, like an Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that, to get in a trade, Baker Mayfield's your quarterback. Like, I, I, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how he looks the rest of this season. Whether You and I are both going to disagree with it, and I think we'll be well on our rights to disagree with it. Mm-hmm. But that's the reality. And that's not Andrew Barry's fault. That's not Kevin Spansky's fault. That will be a directive from ownership. And I, I don't think that makes Haslam a bad owner, by the way. Like, Haslam spent a lot of money on this team. And guess what? Like, people can be fans and own teams. I, I acknowledge that. That's mm-hmm. Dan Gilbert. Uh, when push came to shove, Dan Gilbert also made sure LeBron walked out of town because he needed to stop losing money on the team. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and I'm not saying Dan Gilbert's a bad, bad owner. Like, I know there's criticisms of Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert is a actually i think in a lot of ways a phenomenal owner um in terms of what he's willing to spend on a team for that team to win mm-hmm. anyway um but that's the reality here like if the browns can't find a, one of these vets like in aaron Rodgers to find to trade for they're stuck with baker and like i, I think Rodgers will be available i think matt ryan's probably going to be available but like Beyond those two, I don't know who in the next few years is becoming available like that. There isn't there isn't anyone. Like I that's the problem the Browns are facing right now. Um which means I think very likely, no matter how he performs as long as like the rest of this season is not this past game, which I think especially when Jarvis comes back, it just won't be. Like his number, he will perform better. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
eh, he's gonna be signed to an extension. And again, they may do some BS and like try to give him another year, like the Bears did with Mitch Trubisky, and that's fine. Um, but but I think eventually he's going to get that contract. And I mean, if you can get him a middle of a road quarterback like the Raiders did with Derek Carr, where like he's probably getting paid fairly, and you have wiggle room to always get out of that contract if somebody better becomes available. Mm-hmm. That's great. I just don't think that's where the market's going to be. Listen, uh, I I know a lot of people have been saying uh, the the market conversation, what the going rate for a quarterback is. Here's the deal. Uh, I I don't care about either of those. He's not worth anything remotely close to what the market is, okay? Well, also, dude, dude, Baker Mayfield's not a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. Like, let, let's be clear. He's not an idiot. Like, Baker Mayfield's going to know that the salary cap is rising too, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like all of NFL Twitter's in on this secret Baker Mayfield knows nothing about. Yeah. Right? Like, Baker's not an idiot. So Baker knows Baker can demand $40 million, and he's probably going to get it. Honestly, if I'm the Browns, I balk at that. But that's I, just I, me. I understand that, but if you're Jimmy Haslam, like, you don't have a choice. Like... That, that's leverage Baker has, right? And it, it's a function of Baker being the first good Browns quarterback in 20 years and of Baker being the first quarterback to take the Browns to the playoffs in 20 years and of Baker being the number one overall pick, right? Like, you're, you're right. Baker, you're right on all like, of that. It, I agree. Like, if it's me, if I'm Andrew Barry, I'm balking on that. And what I'm actually doing is I'm saying, fire me. Right? Yeah, you, hire somebody that will make that signing. You want someone to sign to a mega extension, fire me, and, and find someone else to do it, because I won't. <laughs> right, I'm not putting that on my resume. And, like, let's be clear, Andrew Berry's a young GM. I, that's, that would not totally shock me if that something like that happens. You, you, that's a good point, because, listen, I mean, he's he's very early into his front office career. Okay, a blunder like signing someone to a mega deal and them being incredibly bad and not living up to it, that ends front office career. He's done at that moment in time. Well, and like, listen, if I'm Andrew Barry, I'm saying, listen, you want me to give him a salary? That's fine. I'm not going to argue. But he's going to sign for a limited number of years, right? So maybe 40 million over three years, for three years, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm Andrew Barry, I'm doing that because that gives me a way to get around this problem, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, so I think if I'm Andrew Barry, like, I'm willing to pay Baker more money per year for substantially less years. Like, I, I, if I'm Andrew Barry and there's a director from up top, I think there's a world where you can make Baker Mayfield on a year basis, year-to-year basis, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, but only for a two- to three-year extension. And that's fine if I'm Andrew Barry, right? Because, like... It still gives me t- – it's going to suck really at the end of the day for a, a one full season by the time all the contracts come due. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you'll have room to maneuver. Um, but if I'm Andrew Barry, I'm really struggling to give Baker a five-year deal because it the, it doesn't end that, right? Because then Andrew Barry's GM is they have to continue cutting players from the roster or not resigning guys because of the salary demands, Right. And, like, a bunch of fan favorites are going to go, and the team's going to start performing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
as great as Miles Garrett's been the past two games, like when your best player, when your highest paid players are an edge rusher and a uh, 12 to 14th best quarterback in the NFL quarterback, uh, you got problems. Yeah, you do. You got problems. Um, and so, so that to me is what I, my fear is if I'm Andrew Barry and Haslam will find somebody if it's not Andrew Barry. Haslam may hire some, one of these guys that's on like essentially like a John Dorsey. It won't be John Dorsey, but like that, mm-hmm. it's on his like last chance is NFL GM. He'll sign him. That person's going to sign Baker. We send Baker, right? Like, yeah, everybody knows that. And that's the conversation no fan wants to have, but like, that's the world we're in. And that's what's concerning to me as a Browns fan, right? My concern isn't that Baker Mayfield's going to all of a sudden become unplayable um, over the course of a full season, not necessarily game to game. Like obviously Mm -hmm. we saw last week, he was unplayable. Like, but, but like over the full season, he won't be, but that's not like, is a fan. What I want for this team is to win a Super Bowl. Same. Right. I'm mm-hmm. not the owner. I'm a fan. I want them to win the Super Bowl. I think Payne Baker Mayfield, top of the line quarterback money, really puts. I think Payne May, Baker Mayfield, where we're paying him now, puts a limit on your ability to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and, and like, listen, maybe you get really lucky, but like, right? Like, maybe you have a Trent Dilfer with the Ravens here, right? Where the rest of the team is so dominant quarterback gets hot at the right time uh nick Foles with the eagles a few years ago is another example of that flacco. right like flacco another example like the team is so great the quarterback gets hot at the right time uh, and in that world i think the browns can win the super bowl i mean but that's, like, that's possible those are, those are the exceptions to the rule right i'm not banking on that like you can even throw garoppolo in there right like mm-hmm. i think that's fine like th- though like that doesn't happen that much I'm not banking on that. I don't feel comfortable banking on that. And, like, for all the talk about Joe Flacco, the second the Ravens gave him that huge extension was the second they stopped competing for Super Bowls. Yeah. They're always a playoff team. And, like, as long as the Browns have Stefanski, I think the Browns are probably in a similar world, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we may always be, like, a borderline playoff team, but, like, push comes to shove, like... Baker's not good enough to win you most games by himself. He's not. We we've seen that. Okay, we we've seen that fairly fairly often that he needs help. Okay, right. and <clears throat> this is a phrase I've used quite often. And I'm going to repeat it right now. They're they're winning with Baker Mayfield, not because of Baker Mayfield. Okay, right. and that's that's fine, but. Here's something else I'm going to throw out there. Just winning, period, isn't good enough anymore, okay? The Browns have expectations. They're expected to go back to the playoffs. They're expected to go and win at least one playoff game. They're expected to be a Super Bowl contender. Just winning a game, while that was great a couple years ago when wins were few and far between, um, not good enough. They need to play better and Mm -hmm. that starts with the quarterback but they need to go and dominate an opponent for an entire game even so far they haven't played a full game of football yet okay i mean i actually don't think the browns as a team needed i like i'm sorry i i think 
the answer right now. Yeah, the Texans game was weird, but outside the Texans game, I think the Browns as a team have done what they're expected to do, right? Like, why didn't we dominate against the Vikings? There's one answer. Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we dominate even more than we did against the Bears? And like, to be fair, like, the Bears was kind of a beatdown, but like, uh, Baker Mayfield, right? Yeah. If Baker Mayfield is league average quarterback in that game, the Browns win by 30. Yeah. Right? Um, why didn't the Browns beat the Chiefs? Well, Baker Mayfield had a Baker Mayfield fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it, it, it's and... not the team. I'm not worried about the team. It's him. I'm worried about one player. Yeah, and that's that's ultimately the the difference here is you give me a consistent league average quarterback. These, I mean, consistent being the keyword. Like you give me Ryan Tannehill, this team I is my Super Bowl winner. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm not even the biggest Ryan Tannehill Tannehill's fan. Highs aren't as high as Baker's, but Tannehill's like the same quarterback every single game, pretty much. And, and the good news here in Cleveland compared to Tennessee is that uh, if one of those uh, running backs isn't there. There's another one to take his place. Yeah, no, I mean, if, I, <laughs> I got to be honest. And, like, I know, like, this sounds crazy because of Baker's highs. Like, if the Titans called me tomorrow and said, you can have Tannehill at this massive contract we signed him to, we just want Baker in return, I probably am taking it. Okay, I'm Googling his contract right now because I don't know it off. It's not good. It's, not I know good. it's not a good one. I mean, but, I, I think Tannehill's, like, highs are much lower than Baker's highs. I just, like, I know what Tannehill is. I know he can work every game in this offense. I know Odell Beckham has 250 yards last week if Ryan Tannehill's my quarterback. Um, okay, let's see. I'm looking at... Oh, hell yes, I do this. In a heartbeat. Okay. What's they, his contract? Oh, he initially signed a four-year, $118 million deal, mm-hmm. which, uh, compared to some numbers we've seen for Baker, bargain to begin with. But then yeah. it, was, it was restructured. After that, there's two void years on the end, which basically mean uh, a whole bunch of nothing for his overall deal. But after, after 2022... I mean, because he has a massive cap hit next year of $38.6 million, but after that, his dead cap is $18 million in 2023. Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, but... he's 35. He's, like, almost 10 years older than Baker Mayfield. But if you wanted to, to capitalize on Super Bowl window, Tannehill might be your dude. I mean, me, and, like, honestly, he may be a guy that becomes available. Um, like... That could be the type of player we're talking about. And, like, whatever I say, I think Kirk Cousins overall is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill is more consistent than Kirk Cousins. You're right. Uh, I think Ryan Tannehill is much more consistent than Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think he's shown himself capable of making plays with his feet and making throws that are a little bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but even Jimmy Garoppolo, like... <sighs> I mean, I don't know, man. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo is, like, a guy, like, if I have to have a quarterback like this, I'd probably rather Jimmy Garoppolo than Baker Mayfield right now. And, again, it's four games in. Um, A a lot of things can change, but, I mean. Right. 
Let's but, be honest here. This is what you and I have been saying for over a year now. You're right. This is. I mean, we've we've, we've had the discussion for, for quite some time. And again, I'm not like to like be clear. I am really happy about the win. Like, I think the Vikings are not a one and three team. And you said this in the chat, and I think it's right. I think the Vikings are closer to being a three and one team. Mm-hmm. Or I think they're as close to being the three and one team as we are as close to being a one and three team. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was a good win um, for a lot of different reasons. The whole team outside of one player was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. There wasn't one other player that played even like mediocre for the Browns. Everybody else was good. Everyone else is fantastic. It's just, you know. One player, but it's the most important position. You tweeted this today, and it's 100% true. If I could pick between having a great offense and a mediocre defense or a great defense and a mediocre offense, hell, I'd say even a great defense and a good offense versus a great offense and a mediocre defense, I'm taking the great offense and mediocre defense every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... And having Baker Mayfield caps your offense. It, it, the I, I know it's was a cliche thing for the longest time of defense wins championships, but that hasn't been true in a very long time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Having an average defense helps <laughs> in the Super Bowl, but if you have an elite offense, an average defense goes a long fucking way. Yep. Okay. Yep. We don't I need I mean, the 2000 Ravens. That's done. That's not going to happen again. Okay. It's over. Uh, the Steelers, when they beat the Seahawks, not going to happen again. That is football of yesteryear. As as only, you know, 15, 20 years old, yesteryear applies here, okay? Yeah. If you can't score points, and a lot of points, you're not going to win. No, because the rules have changed and the type of players that are getting drafted have changed. Yeah. Right? Like... Like, and you also had a birth of, like, just these brilliant offensive coordinators, right, in this, frankly, this Shanahan scheme and then this Reed scheme, like, are kind of two different trees emerge and, like, there's some shitty people that run those schemes, but there's a lot of brilliant people that run those schemes. Mm -hmm. Um, Offense is proactive, right? The better your offense, the more you dick can dictate a game. Defense is reactive, right? Like this is something like that happens in soccer all the time with like mm-hmm. these high pressing teams. It's like, how does Jurgen Klopp's team that has so many guys in front of the ball that presses so high always have such good defenses? Well, it's because they use their offense to dictate games. And in soccer, defense can actually dictate too. Which, like, to be like, that's the difference. Like, NFL they can't. NFL defense can't dictate the game. It it is literally antithetical to the way the sport works. Mm-hmm. So, I think the Browns have the offensive coordinator. I think they have all the offensive talent except for quarterback. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, again, we're we're both hoping that improvement from Baker Mayfield happens this season. We're both hoping that he finds some level of consistency. It's just when he's playing at his career worst, it's kind of hard to, to, you know, be like, 
let's look for the light at the end of the tunnel because we're in the tunnel. There is no light. Okay. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Really. It, it's, it's just like, we want him to be better. We want him to, we want the office to be better. We want the, the team to play at a higher level. The wins are good. Yep. We just feel that they can win in better fashion. Right. Oh yeah. It, it, and it's, it's again, it's, it's from the offense. It's, Give me more touchdowns. Give me more consistent scoring opportunities. I mean, fourteen to seven uh, on Sunday. Yeah, awesome. They won, but but what... it wasn't even the offense. Like that's what's driving me crazy. Like it, it was it, the quarterback. It's, it's Baker. Yeah, it's Baker. Baker needs to be else. better. And I don't buy. Like Baker Mayfield goes on the post game. He's getting interviewed. He's like, "Well, yeah, you know, uh, we were running the ball a lot, and I never got in rhythm." I'm like bullshit, dude. This is the best running game in football. Deal with it. Deal with it. Like bullshit. Burn around. Like... Burn around the ball. Yep. Burn around the ball a lot because Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are the best combo at running back in the entire league. Okay? It, they ran the ball more than they passed the ball. Or the he passed the ball. Okay? Let me rephrase that because... There were, uh, let's see, 38 running plays, maybe 37, because I think one of them was a, a quarter. No, one of them was a was a quarterback keeper. So 37 passing plays called compared to uh, 36 running plays. So a balanced attack. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's the same we did all last year. It wasn't new. But that's that's where we are. I mean, the Browns are going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball effectively. Okay. Uh, you hope that the passing game uh, takes that next step. You hope that the quarterback makes that possible. But right now he hasn't. He's been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, and that's a problem. Yep. I, I again, people like to make excuses. People like to defend Baker Mayfield. It's fine. Baker Mayfield's your QB. You know, you can live in that world. Uh, I choose to live in reality. Okay, he is not. Yep. He is not uh, a good quarterback right now. Right now is the key word because that can change. Right. Uh, I want improvement. I would love for him to be like. I'm going to play better. I'm going to do everything that I can to be a franchise quarterback. Uh, that was another phrase that was being thrown around in the radio this morning. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's a quarterback for the franchise. And that's that's yep. a distinct difference. That's a great way to put it. Okay. We just need him to be average. We don't need we don't need to be Tom Brady. We don't need to be Drew Brees. Uh, we need to be Russell Wilson. Uh, I, I think, uh, I don't remember what, who said it on the Athletic Football Show, but they described him as Russell Wilson with the, without the athleticism. And that was, yeah, it was uh, Nate Tice. That was Nate Tice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I couldn't remember yeah, if, it was, if it was Nate Tice or Robert Mays. But yeah. Nate, and I'm like, that is like such an accurate description of who Baker Mayfield is. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, and like Nate Tice and Robert Mays always, like they have said the same thing, that there's like this weird tier of quarterbacks and all, like there's four of them, right? Mm-hmm. Garoppolo, Tannehill, Cousins, Baker. And they all have like weird, th- like they're all different, but their end impact is the same, right? Like you have a guy like Baker who's just like really inconsistent. Like it is best, Baker is far and away the best out of those four. But like he's n- not always at his best. He's probably less than half the games he plays, he's around that level. 
Um, and then you have a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo or even like a Ryan Tannehill, especially who's like incredibly consistent, mm-hmm. but his best is probably nowhere near as high as the other guys. Yeah. And, and like, it's just this weird group that like, whether it's because of inconsistency or just like top end talent, they're not the type of guy that can win you a game for the entirety of a season. Mm-hmm. And I think they're right. And I think, that's a troubling place to be in. Derek Carr is another one that actually should belong in there, and he never gets mentioned. Um, but he's another one. But the Raiders got a great deal on Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. That, that's like the they difference. Got a great deal on him. That's and like, the difference. I know they've stuck with him for a lot of years just because they haven't been able to get the guy, but at least the option had been there if they wanted to get the guy they could have moved on from Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that was a great... Great business on their end. Because what um, they what they signed him to was the the now extinct middle mid tier quarterback contract. Okay. Yep. And as much as I shit on uh, Cleveland sports radio this this uh, episode, there was one thing that they did say that came through, uh, which was surprisingly accurate, and. In the real world, when it comes to quarterbacks, there are many different levels, many different tiers, many different groups of, of players. There's the elite guys, there's the guys who are just below that, there's the replaceable types, there's the guys who are terrible, there are the rookies. But in the world of quarterback contracts, in the world of Twitter conversations about quarterbacks, they're either elite or garbage, okay? And yep. that's the world we live in, and unfortunately that's just how it is. Okay, and for for quarterback contracts, that's kind of applies to it too. You're either elite or garbage. Right. There's there is no middle tier. If the Browns somehow rediscovered or reinvented the middle tier quarterback contract for Baker Mayfield, I'd be fine with that. I'd still be hesitant right now with how he's playing currently, but I would be a hell of a lot more comfortable with a middle tier contract similar to Derek Carr's than signing some big dollar deal which sees you moving on from skill position players he really needs. Right. Right. I agree. Well, and again, like it's not Baker Mayfield and the rest of the roster, right? It's Baker Mayfield, Miles Garrett, and then getting rid of Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Wyatt Teller, uh, Jadavian Clowney, Denzel Ward. Uh, You probably keep Nick Chubb because of the type of contract, but Kareem Hunt's gone, right? Mm -hmm. Like all those guys go. Oh, no, David Njoku's gone. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but still, right? Like, it's all these guys. Cooper's yeah. gone. Like, all these guys that, like, you and I probably, like, they're average at best. Like, they're average, but they contribute to winning at least to a small degree. They do. Uh, and replacing them is not just simple. It's not an easy replacement for a lot of these guys. But once you once you pay Baker, th- those guys go out the door. Right. And you well, have to... these seem to make tough decisions on a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, and small side conversation. Um, Denzel Ward. What the hell happened? Yeah, that's actually another guy that hasn't been good. He's he was although I would say the second half he improved a lot. Uh, it, the second half against the Vikings was by far his best half of the season. But he's uh, been he's been bad this season. Yeah, the other three, the other uh, 
One, two, three, four, five. Sorry, math is not my friend today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The other seven halves that he's played mm-hmm. this season have been horrid. Um, I He's in zone coverage a lot, and I think part of that is between Newsome and even Greedy's looking better, like Troy Hill. Like, mm-hmm. It is just so good on zone everywhere else that it's like weird to run just like a ton of zone and then one cornerback in man coverage. Mm. Um, but at some point, Denzel Ward is going to need to get better at zone coverage, and he will, right? All quarterbacks do eventually. All cornerbacks. Mm. Um, but you can't re-sign him right now. No. I, I mean, if, if there's anything that we need to be very thankful for, it's that they did not do uh, early extensions for either Ward yeah, or it's Baker. Be- to be fair, I was calling for the one for Ward. I'll take the loss on that one. I, I said he should be the next one to be extended. I never said mm-hmm. when. Yeah. So uh, Ronnie Harrison looks good. Delpit surprisingly looks good. Yeah. So that's good news. That's very I mean, good news. I. Again, there's a lot to be positive about. There's a lot to be positive. I, I know we've spent the past 40 minutes or so complaining about Baker in the passing offense, but there are positives with this Browns team. They are three and one. They are tied for first in the division. They do have a defense which looks better than I think anyone expected them to be uh, with you know a realistic uh, view of the team, not just homerdom. Um, but again, there's still room for improvement. Uh, they yep. have two tough games in a row coming up against the Chargers and Cardinals. Uh, we will preview the Chargers game later this week. But... Yeah, they're three and one. That's fantastic. We we just want better. <laughs> we expect yep. better performance out of one player, which would lead to a better performance team wide. Yep, I agree. I agree. And I think with that, that's going to wrap things up here for this episode. Uh, a little longer, uh, hour and fifteen minutes or so. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to add? No, again, like, I, I, I'm overall optimistic after that game about most parts of this team. Like, I think GOK is, right now, looks like he has superstar potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Newsom has looked really good this season. I think like, there's a lot that's looked good on offense. Odell Beckham looks like Odell Beckham pre-injury. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are dominant. Mm-hmm. And there's only one problem. But so overall, I'm trying to be optimistic. I feel optimistic. I just, we spent a lot of time talking about the big problem that everybody wants to talk about. So. But listen, and, and that's, that's something we have to talk about. We're not talking about oh, the Go whole... read James's two articles. That's the other thing. Oh, yes. Uh, both on thisisbelieveone.com. Uh, you know, it is, uh, let me get you the titles uh, off the top of my head real quick. Uh, it is, uh, there are major concerns with Baker Mayfield and Brown's explosive play disparity is alarming, okay? Uh, they're both on there. They're both being tweeted out by uh, the This Is Believe One and This Is Brown's Twitter accounts. Uh, I do retweet them as well, so find them on my timeline in addition to those. But with that, we're going to wrap things up here. Just a quick reminder. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, share, tell your friends and family. If not stealing, that's not cool. 
Uh, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Mrs. Believo.com, and RealBalanceFans.com.